0: You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast Podcast. with Megan Rage. I do not really like Christmas music, but man, I can get on board with that new little Nas X holiday. Hey, it's a holiday. I got I don't even know the words, but I fucking love it. Every time I see it coming up when I'm recording my radio show, I'm like, this is my jam so fucking annoying every time though I'm like I love this song hi have you heard that I love this song have I mentioned that I love this song I love this song I hope in like 20 years from now that takes over Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you I mean that's really dreaming big but hey it's a holiday I, got ho- I think he says ho on yeah I got that would make sense ho ho ho. I, got ho I fucking love it I hope Lil Nas X thrives in 2021 because I love him Okay, this is off to a really strange start. I didn't even organize myself correctly. I put my notes. Wait, okay. Let me just, let me just, ugh, ugh. I really need to organize the office. My my goal in 2021, well, not my goal, but I want to like get this office looking nice. I've hung two things in here so far. My Kingsgate picture that I got from the Sac series, you know, the guy that holds up the pictures, Um, what things used to look like next to what they look like now. And then I also have my framed Petco Foundation, Megan and Chuck story, One Front Street, $50,000 on the wall. I want to get my logo canvassed at Costco, put that on the wall. And then I want to go to the container store and just like get everything in order in here. Brett and I share this space and there's just shit everywhere. Like it's our messy room for sure. The rest of our house, clean, tidy. There's a space for everything. This room and probably our pantry, a hot freaking mess. Okay, let me, let's see. Okay, that works for now. Um, I'm recording this on a Monday because I fucking started my new job and I was all I'm so happy because it's going to be part time. I'm going to get eased back into working, but I really have not been working part time hours. I mean, I kind of have, but I've been working a lot more than I was expecting because on the interview she was like, yeah, um, you know, we're going to need you probably like a couple times a week. There's a girl that works like one day and then. Another girl that just works once a week. And so I was like, chill. But they have really thrown me into this. I don't know if it's because I'm training that they just want to like make sure that I'm coming in so that shit's fresh in my brain. But anyways... I worked I feel but I f- feel so fucking bad complaining for two reasons um it's not like it's anything that I'm doing is strenuous but you do have to understand that I haven't been working since April so I've gotten real used to just my routine of like getting up doing a peloton maybe doing some laundry tidying up I don't know exactly I can't, can't couldn't exactly tell you what I do but I do things Brett likes to act like I don't do anything but I do do things I'm like let me just stop doing everything that I do and see everything fall apart for instance instance. I am the coordinator of our lives. (laughs) Brett does not talk to people. He does not call people. He does not arrange things. So our Sirius radio, we got like a free trial when we first got the car. And then after that, we could extend it for three months for just $2. So last night I noticed a charge on our account for $26 and I am not up in here. Am I paying over $5 a month for Sirius? It's not happening. I love the Diplo channel. I love the throwback, but just like regular radio, they play the same goddamn songs over and over again not to shit on regular radio. <laughs> um, so I called them up today, <sighs> had to wait on the phone forever. <laughs> they finally, I finally, they finally gave me the option to do a callback thing. So they called me back and I was like, I'm not paying 20 something dollars a month. You guys have lost your damn mind. It's not that great. So then I, um, was able to get it for, for us for $5 a month for the next 12 months. So I was like, that sounds awesome freaking perfect so I set a reminder in our phone for a year from now to call back again and try to get another deal because then it's going to renew to the current rates I just do little things like that you know like I email people I'm the facilitator of things that we do I keep things tidy every time I brush my hair in the bathroom I vacuum the floor. I mean, it's ridiculous. Who am I? I never used to be like this. I do like things nice and tidy, though, so I am glad that I've become this person. But, you know, we each have our jobs. Like, Brett does the cooking. When we clean, I normally clean the bathrooms, and he normally does the vacuuming and the mopping. Like, we we have our roles. But I feel like I haven't gotten a, gri- a grip on, like, my new schedule because I don't really have a set schedule yet. And also, time management has not been on my side this week. I feel like I am just kind of running around and I feel more stressed than I should, I think, just because I haven't found my groove yet with my new routine. So, first of all, let me just start off this episode by saying apparently, I say I have anxiety a lot, which everyone has a lot of anxiety this year, but also, not that I'm just throwing around the word anxiety, but I feel like that's kind of just become like a like a, a crutch word in a way. A couple of people have pointed it out. Brett being one of them, he was like, "You open your eyes in the morning and have anxiety." I'm like, "You," um, so I'm gonna try really hard to get through this episode without saying that I have anxiety, but I do. <laughs> That's saying it without saying it, right? Okay, so I'm just going to start off by talking about my job. I said I was going to tell you till the beginning of the year. I'm not going to go into detail about some things. And there's a reason for that. Um, but I will tell you that the the avenue that I'm going down is I want to work with animals. I don't know if I've told this story in a previous episode, but when I first got let go from the radio station from CBS from Now 100.5, I went to Front Street that day. I was supposed to do my spin of the week and I think I was just going to like do it anyways, even though I had lost my job because it's still something good that I could be doing on my social media. And um, Bobby, who worked there at the time, he was I was like freaking out because I didn't have a job. And he was like, do you want to work here? And I was like, oh, that would be cool. So we did an interview on the spot and they were going to give me a job. And then I found out that it was on the weekends, like Saturdays and Sundays. And Brett had just moved here. Like we were just he didn't have a job. We were spending tons of time together. And I was like, oh, I'm not working weekends. So I basically just said, uh, eh, I'm gonna get back into radio. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother with this right now. But in retrospect, that was a huge mistake because not only is it working for the city, but it's working for Front Street that I love. And now that Brett and I have been married and he's been here for so long, I'm like, meh, we don't need to see each other all the time. Um, So I really regret that because if I could do anything besides radio, it would be working with animals. As you know, I get Chuck groomed. Um, We have a mobile groomer, Cindy, that comes to my house. I... For a while, I was taking Chuck to Pinky Poo's and then I took him to PetSmart and then I started getting a mobile groomer just because it's just less stressful for Chuck for someone just to come to the house, him to be done in 30 minutes as opposed to sitting and a grooming like, you know, uh, brick and mortar all day. So I've always said to Cindy, like every time she comes, I was like, I feel like I would love being a groomer. Like you get to hang out with animals all day and it just seems great. And she was like, you know, there's some really good programs that you can go through to learn. And I've always had that at the back of my mind. But, you know, I was in radio. So um, I've, I recently found out that you really don't need any certification. Like it's not like cutting hair or like a cosmetologist. You don't need to like get board certified or anything to be able to be a groomer. And so I was kind of looking online. Online courses, and you can pay for them just like any online course and learn. But I feel like this is a profession where you couldn't just do it by the book; like you'd have to have hands-on experience, one thousand percent. So when I was on my job hunt, I saw a couple, um, you know, job openings at like veterinary offices as like receptionists, which I applied for. I would I would totally get job satisfaction out of that. But then I also saw a couple like grooming businesses, um, mobile groomers, brick and mortars, you know, bigger companies that were. looking for like grooming apprentices. So I applied for a few and I got a call back from one of them. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm learning how to be a groomer. So the first couple days that I worked, it was a lot of online. I had to take, um, you know, a lot of like classes and then I had to take tests and pass them with 100% in order to even step foot into the salon and get any hands-on experience. So I did that the first three days that I was there and then yesterday was Sunday. So remember, I'm recording this on Monday. Yesterday was Sunday and I got hands-on experience. I got to go into the salon and for me, I thought, they said, wear clothes that you can get wet in. So I wore, you know, the clothes that I bought. I bought some Crocs. I'm a first time. Hi, my name's Megan. I'm a first time Croc owner. They are not fucking comfortable, at least not right now. They're the Crocs at work ones, like they don't have holes in them. But holy shit, I have a wide foot. My foot was like dying yesterday. Number one, I'm not used to being on my feet for eight hours. Number two, trying to break in new shoes. Those two things together, not a good combination. So my feet were killing me yesterday. I'm sure they're going to get more comfortable, but holy crap. I was expecting just like there to be no like rough period with Crocs. I was expecting just to roll right into comfort. Not the case. So anyways, I was just expecting yesterday to 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 watch. I didn't think I was going to be doing anything hands on. And boy, was I fucking wrong. Um, I did watch. I did observe. And then someone watched me. You guys, there are some things that I obviously knew about grooming, but I hadn't really put much put much thought into. On the interview, she said, like, you do know what goes along with this. Like, you're going to have to, like, express anal glands and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I was thinking there's like a tool that you use. I-, I have no experience. Or like you put gloves on or something, you know. Let me tell you, you don't. You just get, get your fingers right on in there and. Do the damn thing. On top of that, there's less. I'm just not used to handling a dog. I did have a dog at one point in my life. And I have, you know, dealt with dogs when I've done my spin of the week at the shelter. But I haven't owned a dog really in my, I guess, I mean, I was an adult when I got a dog with Justin, but I didn't really take care of that dog. That dog lived with Justin. I just, I, I don't have as much experience handling dogs as I do cats. And I, I realized that yesterday. So I had to bathe a dog, um, And, you know, there's all these rules because you're dealing with a living, breathing thing. So there's just a lot of things that you have to remember to do. And I was very overwhelmed. (laughs) And then you know, I had to do some gross things. And then they were like, "Okay, now you're going to clip its nails, which is also something that I'm super scared of, because, you know, animals, they have that quick on their in under their nail or in their nail. So if you cut it too short, they could bleed. And I was watching all these videos about this and I was just freaking myself out. So when they told me I was going to clip nails yesterday, I was sweating under my mask. I was just so nervous. I mean, I take dealing with other people's animals so seriously because I would expect that when anyone else is Dealing with Chuck, whether that be at the vet or whether that be at the groomer, you know, I like to think that he is in the best hands. So I take it very seriously. And it's also just not something that I thought I was going to have to do right away. So yesterday was bad for me. I was freaking out. I was very overwhelmed. It's very fast paced. And when you're trying to like learn, it just is slightly overwhelming. And by slightly, I mean extreme. I'm not going to say that it gives me the A word, but it does. You know what I'm trying to say? Okay. Um, So yeah, yesterday was just a lot. I was feeling like very overwhelmed and stressed. I was kind of doubting my abilities but a couple of my friends today that I was talking to reminded me there's a lear- learning curve to everything. I'm just starting out. Things will be easier. I will get used to things. and I'm kind of hoping that the things that I don't find to be very charming, a.k.a. the things that I find disgusting, will just be uh, not as disgusting as I get more experience and as I like kind of learn what I'm doing, just like. Brett, he's always talking about the dog that we're going to get. Like, oh, is it going to shit? Like, of course it's going to shit. I'm like, what are you going to do when you have a child one day and your child is like, you have to change diapers and stuff. He's like, I'm never changing diapers. Like, there's just people out there that are grossed out by disgusting things. But I mean, if Brett and I do have kids down the line, he will absolutely be changing diapers. And I'm sure he won't find. Oh, great. He's calling me when he calls. It interrupts my it interrupts my like audio track. Anyways, he thinks it's disgusting now, but down the line, when and if we have kids like he is going to change a poopy diaper and when it's your own kid and you know, you you get used to it. People think things are disgusting until you're forced to do it and then you just get used to it. So I'm kind of hoping that's what happens here. But I am like, I mean, I'm grossed out when something's been in the fridge for more than two days. So like I said, this is going to be a major learning curve. And Brett's been really great. He's been like, if you don't like this, if this isn't for you, then, you know, find something else and I wasn't expecting that out of him because he's been the one that's like you need to get a job and I'm like I know but I just don't I feel I feel bad for saying like I have to have job satisfaction like I have to be happy in my job because I know so many many people aren't but the thing is I've been blessed like my whole adult life to be happy in my job in my career and so I don't for someone that has experienced that it's so hard to go the other way and just be in a soul-destroying job so I'm going to see it out. I do like the idea of dealing with animals all day as opposed to people. I get a really good vibe from my work environment. The girl that's training me is awesome. She fucking knows her shit. She's so nice. Um, I just feel like I vibe really well with everyone so far. I feel like they are the best teachers. They're so patient with me. It's just that I feel a little discouraged starting from the bottom at my, like, first of all, at my age. But then again, I did talk to this other girl that I work with and she was in the restaurant industry for like 15 years and now she's doing this. She just started a year ago and um, she's definitely older than I am. So I felt like really good. I, I felt really good about that. I just... It's just a lot of responsibility. Like I said, this job is a it's going to be a lot of responsibility. Like they were talking about, you know, policies and procedures for if there's like an emergency. And I I am an overthinker. So when they said that, you know, I just start thinking out every scenario. I just need to try to relax, be present in the moment and take it one day at a time. But of course, like I get now that I have had hands on experience and I know that I'm now in the salon floor and I'm going to be learning like that. I'm nervous to go in tomorrow. (laughs) Like I'm scared to death. That's all I can think about today. And I'm like trying to get all these things done today because I'm going to be working this week. But my time management, I just don't have it down yet. It's like the, today I went to the store and Brett, the pool, oh, the leaves. I've been running out to the pool every two seconds. I'm trying to get some laundry done because even though Brett has been doing it when I'm at work, he folds it and puts it in the rent. Like I can't find half of my shit. I'm like, oh, Brett, thank you for trying to fold it, but just leave it in the bin and I'll fold it when I get home so that I don't open the drawers and it's a nightmare. I do the... The rolly Marie kwando thing. Like I roll everything up and put it nicely in the drawers. I opened my drawers yesterday and there's just like clothes. They're not even folded. They're just thrown in the drawers. I'm like, you can wash them. Maybe leave the folding to me. I need to figure out when I'm going to work in time to do the Peloton. Like I just need to get a better handle of life I I do want hours obviously like I want to get paid but I also just like I need to be eased into this I'm really nervous about going in tomorrow luckily we're like close to the holidays so I think my time off is going to be a little more frequent than normal I did I was supposed to work today but I took it off because I was going to do some press to promote the Petco Foundation vote so that Chuck and I can win that extra money for Front Street. I have just been in a rush to do things. So when I was corresponding with this girl, I didn't realize that this was an online like a like an interview for the website. So this morning, you know, I've been working for the past four days. Uh, uh. heavens (laughs) act like it's such a big deal but is it stressful when you're learning something new so I've been working I'm like really excited to have today off I was excited to sleep in but I had to get up put on hair and makeup for what I thought was in a live interview and I opened the zoom call and she's just like in or like you know not ready no hair no makeup and I'm like oh my god and then she's like okay can I have you on the record for this um, online interview and I'm like oh I didn't need to put makeup on. I didn't need to do my hair. I didn't need to wake up an hour ago to do this. I could have just rolled out of bed. She did say that they were possibly going to use it on the news tonight. Either way. I'm so thankful that they're going to write something up because I want to win this money so goddamn bad. You guys, I've been getting desperate with this Petco Foundation to win that extra $25,000 grant for Front Street. My friend Katie, I told you in the last podcast, she's been really like pushing me to message people in Sacramento that have a big following that could potentially share to get me more votes. And I was like, oh, I feel so awkward about that. She even typed something up for me that I could just like tweak a little bit, copy, paste, and send it out to people. I finally got bold. I finally got brave. I think it was Friday night. I copy and Tasted what she sent me. I made some changes and I sent it out to hella people. I'm talking like I'm embarrassing. It, it wasn't. It was just a message like, hey, I see that you also follow Friend Street. I know that you're an animal person. I know that you love Sacramento. I'm trying to win Friend Street this money. If you could vote, that would be great. But if you could share it, that would be amazing. If not, no worries. Happy holidays. Blah, 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 blah. That's basically what the message said. I ended up sending it to Claire. <laughs> The cheek. My friend Lindsay was like, you know, you can archive some of you. Hi, Lindsay. This is the fifth week in a row that you've gotten a shout out of my podcast. What's funny is Lindsay is not even someone that like I hang up out with. Like we don't text, like we're not like we don't talk on the phone. We haven't been friends for years. Like we've met each other, what, two, maybe three times. I do talk to her very frequently on Instagram. But the way that I talk about her in this podcast, you would think that we like hang out every day. We don't. Um it's funny. My friend Lindsay was like, you know that you can archive posts on your Instagram. So I went back and I archived a couple where I was talking shit about Claire and I sent that DM to her. No fucking shame in my game. She didn't open it. She didn't write back. She's not going to share. I mean, there are some people that I reached out to that I knew probably weren't going to read it. Like I sent it out to the official, the Sacramento Kings Instagram. I sent it out to Claire. I sent it out to Uriah Faber. Um, But then as a. Other than that, I sent just sent it out to people with a big following, like um, the Prickly Pear. Uh, who did I, I? I just sent it to a ton of people. I probably got like four or five people that responded to me and that shared it and posted it. And for that, I'm so freaking grateful. And you know what? I went out on a limb. It wasn't anything too. I mean, it is a little cringe, but it's not. I mean, it's not. It could be worse, you know? And then on Twitter, I was like, can someone please retweet me? And Tom from the Pat, Tom Tom and Cody show on KNCI. He actually reached out to Tyler Rich on Twitter and Tyler Rich retweeted it, which also got some, um, you know, buzz around my tweet. And I did see a big spike in the votes. The thing is, I'm behind by like 2000 votes. So I need something big to happen to even, you know, come close to catching up. I don't have much hope at the moment. It would take something really big. And right now, I just don't know how to get people's attention. Like there's so many things on the Internet like vote for me to win this. And it's, you know, a lot of stuff with self-gain, which there's no – issue in that. The thing is I want people to realize like this is not for me, this is for the shelter. And I know that I can be wordy and sometimes my paragraphs that I write on Instagram can be a little off-putting and I don't know how to like grab people's attention any other way but to be wordy. I realize that some people are like, "Oh, fucking Megan again writing a novel about one single picture, about one single post." But if people just realize what this was for, I think that they would vote. The thing is getting people's attention is really hard. So I was trying to figure out who on Twitter I could tweet tweet. Someone said Ricky Gervais is a really, um, really like like an animal advocate. I was going to tweet at Kaylani because I know that she got a cat from Front Street. I was trying to figure out where Lisa Vanderpump got her dog from, but it wasn't from Front Street. And one of her dogs just died over the weekend. I don't know if it's the one that she got from Sacramento. So I was thinking about reaching out to a couple celebrities in like a last ditch effort to try to go viral, to try to get votes. But the woman that's in first place has like over 5,000 votes. I'm in the 2000 range. Last I checked, I was in fourth place. So it would take a miracle. Like a Disney movie, you know, Angels in the Outfield, shit like that. (laughs) I really hope that it happens. But the girl that I talked to from ABC today, she was so sweet. She was so nice. She made a really good point. She's like, and so did my friend Violetta today. They both said, you raised $50,000 for Front Street like you were able your story did that so you shouldn't feel all this pressure to get that extra 25000 because $50,000 is a lot of money and they're right I should be so happy I even said today when I was talking to the girl from ABC that I know this is silly because I didn't do anything besides adopt an animal and love it unconditionally. But I feel like this whole Petco Foundation holiday wishes, winning the $50,000 grant for Front Street, I feel like it's one of my greatest accomplishments. I know that might seem strange because I didn't really do anything. It's not like I, uh, I, you know, but it just feels so special to me. It's something that I'm never going to forget. It... I'm just I am really 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 happy with the 50,000 but you know I really want to win that extra 25 so if you haven't voted yet please do text Chuck to 47177 text your parents ask them to vote the link is in my Instagram bio you can send it directly to them because I know parents have a hard time texting I told my stepmom to text Chuck to 47177 she texted Chuck back to me and I was like okay I'll just send you the link I understand that your parents might not understand what text Chuck to 47177 is so if you need to send them the direct link it is in my Instagram, Megan Rage Radio. It's also in the What the Chuck podcast bio. Please just send it to anyone, like your best friend that you talk to every day. Be like, hey, can you vote? I mean, I know 5 or 2,000 people or three, however many votes I need. Don't listen to this podcast. But if you each send it to like three people, I don't know. Maybe we could gain some traction. OK, I'm done talking about it. Let me just backtrack for a second. Speaking of time management and coming up with time to ride the Peloton, I got home from work on Friday. I was fucked. I was like so tired. I was not going to do a Peloton. But then Brett left to go to the gym right when I got home. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll freaking do a Peloton. So I got on. I'm so happy that I did. It was the Nicki Minaj ride. I loved it. I forget who the instructor was. I don't really know all their names yet. I'm not I'm not like I. I do love Peloton, but I'm not like super serious about it. Like, I'm not like, oh, my favorite, my favorite instructors are like, I'm just not there yet. I do love it, but I'm just not like I'm not going to be ordering Peloton merch and shit. You know what I mean? So I did the Nicki Minaj ride. It was good. But this fucking bitch, (laughs) it was a girl. She was the instructor and she was like, we were on a really steep hill. Um, I was ready to sit my ass down in the saddle and she was like, Okay, five seconds. It's gonna be a long countdown. I didn't know what that was. She went, Five, and then she sang the lyrics for like twenty seconds. Four and then she like told a story. 3. So really this 5 second countdown was like a minute and 30. I was like, okay, how about you actually just count down from 5? Like I don't know if she made a mistake and she was trying to recover, but holy shit. Just act five it doesn't count unless it's actually 5 seconds. Like I hate the five Like that's not five seconds. Just countdown from 10. Okay. Give me the real thing. Don't lie to me. That is not a five second countdown. That is a 10 second countdown. Okay. Just don't fuck with me. I need to know what the actual countdown is because I'm tired. I'm gassed. I need to know when I'm going to be able to sit down. I don't like when I don't know. If you give me an actual second, like even if they counted down from 45, I could probably hang as long as I know it's actually going to be 45 seconds. What I can't handle is you counting down from five and it actually being a minute and a half. You're leaving me in the dark. I don't really know what's happening. I can't see. The end's not in sight. Okay. End rant. Getting real fired up. But OK, the Peloton page that I'm a part of, I told you it was real annoying and I still stand by that every once in a while, though, there are some really freaking good posts and someone posted this on the Peloton page um, over the weekend Oh, uh, a day. Yeah, over the weekend. And I wanted to read it to you. There's a picture that goes along with it. I'm going to post the picture on my Instagram at what the Chuck podcast on Wednesday so that you can look at it because it's just I mean, just I'm going to read you the story. The caption says tomorrow marks two years I feel like I'm the annoying person that used to get picked on to read in elementary school and was overly animated and everyone used to make fun of them and roll their eyes and laugh get over it tomorrow marks two years of the most traumatic day of my life the day I was hit by a dump truck while crossing the crosswalk with my four-month-old while I pushed her stroller away and she was unharmed the the damage done to my left leg was such that I had to undergo an amputation I'm trying to read off to the side because you know, I have like a mic cover in front of me. So I'm trying to move my eyeballs. But also talking to the mic and it's making me dizzy So sorry I spent the majority of 2019 learning how to adapt to my New life and this process hasn't been easy At all being amputee is hard Emotionally and physically This year amid the pandemic I decided to Get a peloton I need to stay active in order To be mobile I need to be strong if I wish to maintain my independence as I Age my mobility is at stake While I struggle to find the motivation to ride This bike I've had it for three months and now I've done 20 plus classes tomorrow I'll ride to remind myself that I can do this slowly at my own pace at the bottom of the leaderboard but i can do this it's tough it's frustrating it sucks but i got this if you're taking cde's Pentatonics ride tomorrow and feeling inclined to give me a high five i will appreciate the encouragement and support and then she edited it edited it after the ride she said thank you to all f- or sh- thank you to Holy crap. Can I read? Thank you to all of you for your kind, supportive words. I felt showered by high fives and positive energy during this ride. I tried to return most of them, but I couldn't keep up. Please know that I was grateful for every single one of them. I still can't believe CDE gave me a shout out. Your energy support and encouragement made today a lot lighter. Thank you. Oh, and of course, I was bawling by the time Hallelujah played. And so the picture is her. They live in D.C. It's her and her two kids and her husband. They're walking across the steps and oh. I started crying when I saw this picture. Like, it is just so powerful. I. The sappy stories can get a little overwhelming in the Peloton page. It's a lot of people like I lost my It just, it's heavy. I wasn't expecting that page to be so heavy, but this was a post that felt heavy, but also like really happy. And so I saved it to read it on the podcast because I felt really inspired by her. So I need to find time just like she finds time. Um, If she can do it, I can do it. And she is like so motivating to me, um, you know, to just, just to make time. There's people that are going through things that, you know, really is hard for them to find a reason to make things happen every single day. And they still manage to do it. So if they can, I can. Or if they can, I should, is more what I should say. Um, I'm triggered by something at Costco right now. It's really hard for me to talk about this, but I've never had a pair of Ugg boots. There are black ones at Costco right now. They're $112. When I went to go switch out Brett's flippers, flippers, slippers last week, which I the day after I told that story. Of course, I went to Costco and switched them out for him because I'm not a bitch. (laughs) I might like to seem like I am, but I'm not. So I went to go switch out his slippers for him and I saw they had Ugg boots, black ones. I have never had a real pair of Ugg boots. I asked for them in high school and my dad got me Fug boots. I don't... I don't know why they had like fur down the they were obviously fake and I don't even think they were less ex, like he wasn't trying. he was he had money he wasn't trying to like you know get a deal he just went to the store and he found ones that were like more expensive but that wasn't the point I wanted real Uggs and he got me some thugs is what I used to call them fake Uggs anyways I came home and I told Brett I have Ugg boots at Costco and he's like, oh, Uggs are ugly. I'm like, you don't understand. I've never been able to wear Ugg boots and leggings like I've never been that bitch. It's really important for me to to, to have a rite of passage like I, I need them. And he did paid me no mind. Um, but I really want these Ugg boots. Are Uggs still a thing? Do people still wear them? I don't even fucking care if people still wear them because I want a pair of Uggs. I deserve it. And I like the black ones, too. You know, they blend right in with your leggings. I wouldn't wear them with jeans. That's not a thing anymore. Do you think Ugg boots are ever going to make a return? Everything seems to come back. But the fact that they're at Costco for $112, I mean, didn't they used to be a lot more expensive than that? Do people wear Uggs anymore? Do people ask for Uggs? Like the Uggs that you're wearing, are they just the ones from high school or have you gotten new ones? Is the new Ugg Crocs? Please, someone educate me. Tell me what I need to know. Brett finally got the outline of his tattoo last night. Um, I got off work. I was just going to take him because he didn't know where it was. And it's kind of hard to find. So I was like, I'll just drive you there. And I'll come home and I'll do my radio show and do a couple things around the house. And then I'll come and pick you up. Well, when we got there, she said that she was just going to do his outline. So it was only going to be a couple hours. And by the time I drove back and started my show prep, I mean, it would be time to turn around and pick him up again. So I just ended up staying and watching him get the tattoo it's going to look so freaking good. Um, but of course, an outline, especially when there's a cover up involved, looks kind of silly because there's no shading yet. It's just the bare bones of the tattoo. And there's one little like hiccup in the tattoo, like an extra line on something really important. So last night after we get home, we first of all, we stopped at Hot Boys on the way home and picked up some fried chicken sandwiches. If you have not had Hot Boys yet, it's on 21st Street, right by like Coop Rose. It is bomb. We like made a stop on the way home, then heated up some other food. It was the, it didn't get soggy. Like it carries and holds very well. It was so crispy. It was so crunchy. It was like the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Anyways, came home, ate dinner. I came upstairs, did my radio show. And then I came downstairs and Brett said, I have some devastating news. And I was like, what? He said it convincingly. Like I thought something had actually happened. And he was like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mistake in my tattoo. And he was like, I should have noticed it when she showed me the outline. But I'm like, Brett, that can be fixed. Like she's a professional. She's covering up that ugly tribal that you have on your arm. She's going to be able to hide a line. Like you're getting color on that part anyways. But Brett, everything is the end of the world. Like he just cannot see past the issue. He is just like, this is, oh, oh. I swear 20 times I had to tell him that it was going to be okay, And that conversation has continued today. And his next appointment is not until next month. So for the next month, I'm going to have to, um, you know, reassure him that everything's going to be fine. Luckily, I'm seeing her before he sees her again. So I'm going to be able to talk to her about this and get reassurance from her that it will be able to be fixed. But it's basically the Union Jack flag like on on a guitar and there's an extra line in the flag. I'm like, it's fine. She can cover that up with color. No big deal. But Brett, man, he is like. He's like a little kid, like um, the like he gets really excited about things, and so when things don't happen and he gets let down, it's like really devastating for him. That's why I hate when things get canceled for him. Like for me, I, I mean, I can get over it, but when something gets canceled for Brett, it is he's really sad about it. So if you ever make plans with Brett, don't you dare freaking flake on us because he will not be happy, and then I'll have to deal with it. Capiche? Uh, you guys, I haven't received the litter genie yet. <laughs> Do you think I scared him off? Do you think I was too intense getting too excited about it? Because, yeah, it hasn't come yet. I've been waiting every day. (laughs) I don't see it. It's not here. They're probably like, never mind, abort mission. Not going to send it anymore. I mean, my God, how embarrassing. Did you see what Kim K did with Elf on the Shelf? Okay, so Kim K has four different elves on the shelves for all of her kids. And she was forgetting to move them. I don't really know how it works or place them or make them do something weird in the morning. She was forgetting. So she said it was too overwhelming trying to deal with four. So she told her kids that they all got COVID and put them all in glass jars and said they had to quarantine until right before Christmas. (laughs) That is so freaking clever. I tried to talk about that on my radio show yesterday, but I try to be really conscious that there could be kids listening. I mean, there could be kids listening to this right now too, Um, but I try to be, it's likely there's only a few. (laughs) I know a few, few of my friends let their kids listen. Hi kids. Elf on the shelf is real. Um, they're, I try to be really conscious when I talk about it on the radio that there's obviously families and stuff listening. So I didn't like flat out say it like I just said it on this podcast. I said the elves have COVID. They have to quarantine. And then I said like slyly in a way that kids won't understand. Like Kim K is one smart cookie. I just think that's so freaking funny. Like I don't want to deal with it. They have COVID. <laughs> something else that I read on my show prep yesterday that I am just I'm floored over this the McDonald's in Brazil you can buy a side of melted cheese like you can like a side of ranch not I mean can you get ranch at McDonald's anyways you can buy a cup of melted cheddar cheese that way you can like dip your burger into it and that is the most genius thing I've ever heard in my life I love dipping things into cheese like a pretzel and cheese is my favorite thing in life so imagine dipping I mean I'm craving McDonald's like whoa Cause I haven't had fast food this year. I'm craving, I just want a double, double and a McChicken and that's it. I don't want to like reincorporate fast food into my life. I like how I felt not eating it, but I mean, I just like once a year, I just want to hit up Taco Bell and McDonald's and that's it. But yeah, there's like a, it's a, there's a cup with a side of cheese in it. And then in the picture there's someone's dipping like a quarter pounder into it. I'm like, why can't we do that here? Can we start a petition? You know, one of those like crowd, what are the fucking petitions? I don't know where they are, but let's start one so that that can be a thing here. I'll throw up a picture on my Instagram at what the Chuck podcast so you can see what it looks like. Your mouth. I mean, my mouth is getting juicy right now just talking about it. Oh my God. I'm so hungry. I'm so excited to be home right now because I don't like a packed lunch like a packed lunch grosses me out the inside of the lunch box grosses me out the inside of a shared fridge grosses me out so I don't like like this past week I've been having to eat lunch at work I don't like a sandwich that's been put together and sitting in the I just oh I'm so weird about food so I'm so excited to make myself a fresh lunch and sit my ass down and eat it in the kitchen oh I'm so excited you have no idea Uh, Delish is where I get a lot of my food news. I have so much food news every week. Like you guys, I can start talking about it more because there's some really fascinating things that I find on that website, but I'm pet. I'm pissed. I talked about it on my Instagram last week because... You don't just get an unlimited amount of free articles anymore. Like, okay, Sacramento B trying to limit the number of articles I read every day. I use it every day for show prep. And now they limit you to five articles a day. So I have to clear my cookies and then freaking go on the website again, find out where I was. That's so annoying. If you want unlimited posts, you have to pay either like $3 a month or something, I don't know, 20 something a year. I'm like, I'm not fucking paying to peruse through a website. It's bullshit. Like, this is the fucking internet. You have cookbooks, Delish. You sell other things. Like, that's how you get your money. Leave me alone. I know a lot of radio people use Delish for show prep. It's so perturbing. Oh. There's two episodes of batch on this week. By the time you hear this, they will have both aired. I might potentially add something onto the end. You know what? I will add something onto the end of this, at least for tonight's episode. I don't know if tonight's the real episode or if tonight's the Mintel All, but ABC just don't give a damn anymore about spoilers. Like, uh, Mustache Boy, he's on the Mintel All, which means he's not gonna be in the season anymore she must be getting rid of him and I'm like oh okay so we're just out here with that at this point I am excited about the Mintel all this year I hope that or this season I hope that they kind of bring up Claire because that's where a lot of the drama lies um but yeah I'll definitely do a recap at least of whatever happens tonight um I don't know about tomorrow just depends what kind of day I have tomorrow I like have anxiety about oh Damn it. <laughs> I almost made it through the whole episode. OK, I do use it as a filler word. So I what I was going to say is I have anxiety about staying up late tonight and having to wake up tomorrow for work. Not that The Bachelorette's on late, but I'll be, at least be up till like, you know, 1030. Um, But that doesn't actually give me anxiety. I mean, uh, not in. Oh, you know, you guys know what I mean. It stresses me out. I don't want to stay up that late and then risk being tired tomorrow. But I refuse to watch. Four hours of The Bachelorette tomorrow. Plus, I'm just so excited to finally watch something Bachelor-related on a Monday night. I mean, hi. I miss it so much from being on Monday. But we got to think about this. So let's see. There's two. Let's, let's see. Tuesday this week. And then let me look at a calendar. There's two more Tuesdays left this month. And then The Bachelor starts on January 4th. So after this week, that means we only have two more episodes left. Which is crazy because I feel like Tayshia's season just ended. So they're really going to wrap this up here shortly. I feel like ABC has been doing something weird with their Instagram or the Bachelorette Instagram. They've been posting a lot of one particular guy and I really don't understand why. Uh, If you know, you know. It's weird. I can't wait to talk more about what I knew before and like what I've observed after everyone has seen the finale. Um, OK, well, I'm going to go eat my freshest fuck lunch downstairs <laughs> and I'll add some batch talk to the end of this. And thanks for listening. Subscribe. Tell a friend um, once the Petco competition is over, which is on the 16th. So when you're listening to this, basically, I don't know if it's if it goes through the 16th or To the 16th. I'm always very confused when competitions give or contests give dates like that. I know it's I know it said the 16th. So does that mean it ends on the 16th? Like when the clock strikes midnight or when the 16th is done? Not sure, but after we're done with this contest, I'm gonna go back to pestering you to tell your friends about my podcast, especially at the beginning of the year when people are like back at the gym if they're open, back working out. Um, you're back to listening to podcasts. I'm gonna need you guys to step it up, okay? Because I've seen a dip in the numbers. Actually, last week and the week before, they went up again. So thanks. I hope you found interest <laughs> found interest in me again. I became it. A- I know that some weeks I'm a boring bitch. These past couple weeks, I feel like I've kind of been on the ball. Okay. I'm going to end it there. Please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, follow me on Instagram, what the Check Podcast? You know, I was thinking, I've been doing all this promotion for the Petco Foundation holiday wishes to win that grant money for Front Street. I probably have new listeners to my podcast. Like, did I make this one a good one? Am- Am I really dropping the ball right now? Am I just talking about my boring life? Um, If you're new here, I promise it's not always like this. I can't even remember what I talked about this episode. I recorded it yesterday. I'm now going to do a batch recap today, but I'm just going to also slide a few other things in that have happened since yesterday because apparently multiple things can happen in the 24-hour period when you're, uh, fuck, I don't even know. You guys, I'm like, I I feel so drained from working. It's so crazy what so much time off does. And then going back, it's like a real freaking shock to your system. Anyways, if you're new here, not only do you get graced with these podcast episodes, but I also make a playlist. You can find me on Apple and Spotify at Megan Rage. I've made a ton of playlists and I realized that my Apple library and, and as well as my Spotify were just getting clogged with like all these playlists and I couldn't find my actual music. So now I'm kind of making them in periods, in quarters, if you will. And we're in the fourth quarter of the year right now. So if you're trying to listen to a random ass playlist of like, you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift, Gucci Mane. I, I, it's just random. You can find um, the most current one. It's WTC episode 20 in my library. And in January, I'm going to pick it up and start a whole new one. So buckle up, bitches. Um, the batch last night was so crazy. I am happy that the mentel all was only an hour long because they didn't even have half of the men. I get it. COVID. They couldn't fly everyone in. What I basically took away from it is Yosef is terrible. He used a sentence. What did he say? Oh, God, I tweeted about it. So I got to go back and find it. I was like did he just say what I think he said he I feel so bad for his daughter he, what about example he's leading for her okay let's see well, oh Yosef said I didn't say anything inflammatory um inflammatory is that the word you wanted to use right there bruh are you sure you weren't trying to say another word maybe that starts with a d oh anyways other takeaways from the Mentel all Damar and Jason went home entirely too soon Bennett and his green juice. I mean, I get it. He's just the funny guy. I know he doesn't want to be the funny guy, but that's how everyone sees him. And then the episode in itself, I feel like she was so emotional sending two guys home that I personally didn't feel she had a connection with. Like normally you feel it. You're like, oh man, this is a hard one. But with Riley, oh, sorry if you haven't watched it. I mean, it's not my fault. It was on a Monday night. It's Wednesday. Get with the program on ABC. That used to be a tagline from TGIF. Does anyone remember that? Anyways, I didn't feel like she had this big connection with Blake or this big connection with Riley and she was falling apart as if they were the two final guys and she didn't know who to pick. So I was just a little surprised by her um, reactions. I was also a little surprised by her outfits. Who is picking those for her? What was that dress she was wearing? It was like Japanese style, satin, not cute. She needs a better bra for those, for those things. I know I'm speaking from experience. It's hard to find bras to wear with nice dresses, but I mean, this is ABC. This is The Bachelorette. Can you guys hook her up with something? Can you guys figure it out, please? Because Something wasn't right for me with those dresses she was wearing. Anyways, I'm excited to see tonight is the hometowns, which I guess they are actually going to hometowns. Did they drive? Did did they fly? I'm curious to see who her dad talks about when he's saying, um, he is not the one for you. I'm curious to see Ivan's family. I'm also very curious to see Zach's family. They seem to be really close considering all the things that he's put them through. So I'm excited to see that. I'm also excited to see Brennan's family because Brennan is bae. I forget who the other... Ben, uh, I'm curious because in the previews they made it seem like Ben is reluctant about their relationship. So I'm excited to see that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I-, I got some wine. I haven't done really wine with The Bachelorette that much lately, but I've had a rough week. What day is it? It's Tuesday. <laughs> had a rough week, you guys. So I had Brad, Brett, Brad, Brad, I had Brett pick up some wine. I'm going to enjoy it. I don't work tomorrow. However, I am going to wake up super early to do, um, the Pat, Tom and Cody show, a little interview talking about the Petco foundation. By the time you're listening to this, the voting will be closed. I don't know if we'll find out. who uh, Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't, it's not like they have to tally the votes <laughs> a month later, finding out who the president is or two months later. No, a month, a month and a half. Um, even though we already knew, I mean, come on that- Come on. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow morning. Going to wake up super early. Hopefully, afterwards, going to be able to fall right the fuck back to sleep <laughs> because I'm trying to get a nice little lay in and feel rested and recharged and refreshed for the rest of the week. Um, yeah, Chuck, speaking of Chuck and the Petco Foundation and the Holiday Wishes. He is so used to me being home. Today I was gone. You know, I worked. And when I got home, I could hear him meowing through the doors. I was unlocking it, which never happens. Normally he's just asleep, not paying attention to me coming and going, but he is not used to me not being here and he is missing me big time. So hi. Um, also, I did an interview with ABC, the interview that I talked about previously in this podcast episode. It is posted now. You can find it on my Facebook. You can find it on my Instagram. I can send it to you. I know probably you don't really give a flying fuck, but they really capture how I feel about Chuck in this article the girl who wrote it just wrote it so well I felt like I was rambling in my interview with her and she just picked the best parts out of what I said and combined it into this article that is just like I want to frame it (laughs) I want to frame everything I'm like can I just wallpaper my house with Chuck I said that in my in my video that I submitted and it's honest if I could wallpaper my house with Chuck like why haven't I bought those socks with his face on them yet inquiring minds want to know Um, yeah, uh, my friend Christina with a K, she's on the radio. She was doing her show for the breeze and she was even talking about Chuck and I. And after the day I had it just really like brought, everything was making me cry today. Let me leave you with this. This is something that shouldn't have made me cry, but it did. My best guy friend, Anthony, him, he's been having a rough eight months with this girl. Actually, it's been more like a year. And I talk him through a lot of different situations. We talk about her often. And I think that he's finally getting ready to cut the cord today. And we were talking about that. And all of a sudden I'm sitting on the couch doing my show prep and I get a Venmo for $40. He sent me a $40 Venmo. He sent me money because he said it was for dealing with him these past eight months. He's like, you deserve a medal. Go out to dinner with Brett. It's just the freaking funniest thing ever. I'm like, yeah, I do enjoy talking to my friends about their issues, especially when it's like I mean, girls are a little harder to deal with when they're going through things. But with Anthony, I don't know. Anthony's been equally as hard, actually. So I deserve that money. Thank you very much. But even that made me cry. I'm like, why is this making me cry? Why? Um, I'm just having one of the days. Okay, I could go on, but I won't. I'm going to draw the line there. If I haven't mentioned it already, thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. Thanks for coming back every week. If you're new here, welcome. Hopefully you'll stick around. I do sing every episode, but it's normally no longer than 10 seconds, so I hope you'll allow it. Um, okay, I think that's it. I'm going to go help make dinner, and by that I mean stir things and set the table, drink some wine, watch The Bachelor. Hopefully it's a good episode for everyone. Next week it's two episodes during the week again, Monday and Tuesday, the finale. So I think I said earlier in this episode – I thought there was going to be two more weeks of The Bachelorette, but it looks like it's just going to be next week, two episodes, and then we'll have a week break, and then we'll jump right into Matt James' season. So I'm super excited because I am not necessarily bored with Tayshia's season. I mean, a little bit, but Brett's bored with it. And so it's a nightmare to try to watch it with him because he is just like, do we have to watch this? And normally he's excited about it. So I'm not trying to get fought trying to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It is my life. Okay? Thank you. Have a nice night. Goodbye. God bless. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.